2: This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Now, crank it up.
3: there, Hollywood. So it's a brand new year. And just like every new year, with New Year's comes a whole bunch of empty promises and a whole bunch of resolutions that maybe pretend
1: to make our life better. Is that kind of how you see it? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. By the time this uh, episode hits the airwaves, half the people who made resolutions already gave up.
3: Yeah, the gym should just about be empty once again about two weeks
1: after the new year started. So that's, yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually going to live up to some of my resolutions this year. I, I made a promise to myself.
3: Yeah, we have New Year's resolutions that are for our personal life. We have New Year's resolutions that are for our business life. We have New Year's resolutions and goals that are for the show. We have all kinds of promises that we try to keep. One of my new year's resolutions this year was to make sure that I didn't make a whole bunch of uh, promises and resolutions that I wasn't going to keep. So I told my wife, I basically wasn't going to say anything going into this new year. (laughs) And you already broke that resolution. No, that's not true. What are you talking about? You got four on this list right here. Uh, The public can't see that list. You're supposed to keep (laughs) that to yourself. You a <laughs> You're going to share the list sooner or later anyway. Yeah, but they don't know that. They do now. Way to give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it
1: away. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny.
3: All right. So this uh, show is going to center around New Year's resolutions and empty promises. Just like I said, we're calling this one Growing Up Rockin' Resolution. And uh, before we get into all this, you know, we got to start this year off right and uh, start it out with this.
2: It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight.
3: All right, so this Crank It Up Spotlight centers around a band called The Station. The Station is basically a band from New York. They're starting to get a name. They released a new album last year called Stained Glass. They're just a good hard rock, melodic hard rock band from New York. Here's a song called A Matter of Time. I like it quite a bit and I want to share it with you folks. So check it out.
1: That guy sounds a little bit like Audrey, man. He could be the next Journey singer if Arnell wanted to, you know, if he won the lottery or something.
3: Yeah, I've gone through the record a couple times. It's, uh, you know, they have a mixture of uh, rock and tunes like that, and they have a few ballads as well. And uh, they're just a straight ahead melodic hard rock band. I, I kind of like it. So I'm looking forward to uh, digging a little bit deeper into this record and uh, maybe seeing what this band has coming up. They've got some dates out there, so... Uh, It'll be interesting to see what the station does uh, moving forward. So very cool. All right. So before we jump into this episode, I'm going to say or talk about one more thing regarding the holidays and then that's it. But I felt like this email was uh, way too interesting not to share uh, because the numbers kind of blew my mind. Uh, So this all centers around the Christmas song. All I want for Christmas is you. Mariah Carey. You couldn't get away from it this year. It was everywhere. Cover bands were covering it. It was on the radio every five seconds. The song was released in 94, but this year is the first year that it hit number one for the first time. Having released a record in 94 and having it take that long to get to number one, I was thinking, well, what drove all that? Check this out. So she went to social media in November and she tweeted out a video with her and this song. In 2013, this thing peaked at number 21. In 2014, it peaked at number 26. In 2015, it peaked at 35. Because every Christmas, it's going to hit the charts, right? It's going to peak at a position in the charts for Christmas because it's a holiday song. In 2016, it went to number 11. In 17, it went to number 9. In 18, it went to number 3. And in 2019, it finally hit number 1. Now, when this song hit number 1, it basically cemented Mariah Carey as the most successful individual artist of all time because it gave her 19 number 1 singles, placing her one
1: spot above Elvis. Is that crazy? I didn't even know she wrote the song. I thought it was like a 40s, 50s song or something like that. Yeah,
3: you would think that, but she is one of the composers on this song. And not only that, this song is the gift that keeps on giving. Because let me tell you, this year, that song will make her $600,000 for this year alone. And some $60 million as of 2016. So (laughs) that's, that's just nuts. $600,000 $600,000 this year alone. That's more money than you and I make together on a song that's
1: a Christmas song. It's nuts. You and I make together the last five years put together. <laughs> well, you, you make it sound like we're making all this money. Shit. Yeah, people ask me all the time. I say, man, you make some money, you going to change? You got there right, I'm going to change. No, I'm looking at this list of cover versions. Like, Shania Twain has done this song. Chemical Romance, Miley Cyrus, John Mayer, Michael Buble, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, uh, Jim Brickman, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, There's like 55 different versions of this song. And if any of those end up on albums, she's getting paid. Just her having own half this song. Yeah, I guess... No wonder she's not doing nothing. She's rich. (laughs) I'm rich, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah, I had to share
3: that. I just found that number uh, mind-boggling, so uh, I thought it'd be a fun thing to to share with the listeners. But, hey, that's enough about holiday talk. Let's jump right into this episode and talk about New Year's resolutions.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I – I went out and put some stuff out on social media trying to get, you know, folks to maybe share their New Year's resolutions. You know, some people uh, want to share because I think it creates this accountability to them. Uh, some people, you know, don't want to share because they don't want to disappoint anybody, etc. Uh, I'll share my three to start with. Uh, first one was spend more time with family. And uh, we just got off the call. I didn't even tell Steven I was going to tell people this. I just got off a call that put me back in California. So for the first time in five years, I will actually be with my family every night of the week. And it's still with the company that I was at. It worked out to where I could transfer back to California. So it, you know, I, hey, resolution one, check. <laughs> yeah. Right? That should cement that Sonny will be
3: divorced by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm podcasting at home. We'll see how long
1: that should last. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll have a lot more guests. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, my second one is be a better friend. And I think you're going to say something about this too. But I am just terrible just calling and saying hi. Like I am that guy that only calls when I want something or only call when there's something going on. And that's really a terrible way to be. I don't want to be that guy. But it's hard to just call. You know what I mean? It seems like there's never enough time in the uh, world to just Call, hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And when people do it to me, I'm like, why you calling? Like, you know, I do the same thing, but uh, I probably need to be better at that. The third one will be goddamn impossible. I got to cut my ice cream intake in half. (laughs) Like, I'm a guy that if there is a pint in front of me, I'm finishing the whole pint. If there is a gallon in front of me, I am finishing the whole gallon. I would eat ice cream morning, noon, and night if I didn't mind being 900 pounds.
4: Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs>
1: um, but, uh, yeah, I got to cut that out a little bit.
3: You and the rest of any sane person, who doesn't love ice cream? Come on. I love ice cream. You love ice cream. We all scream for ice cream.
1: <laughs> and You've been been—you've been at dinner with me on, like, the Monsters of Rockers. I'm like, uh, I know you got all this, like, fancy stuff on this menu. You got any ice cream? Like, I'm always looking for ice cream.
3: Yeah, but no matter when we go out to dinner, whether it's in Vegas or on the Monsters of Rock cruise, we always find something interesting to get for dessert one way or another.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The sushi dessert was
3: good. Man. You were kind
1: of picking at that that one time.
3: God, man, that dessert in Vegas at that sushi place was the bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah they were like caramel caramel filled donut holes right
3: yeah something something like like that that. yeah it was crazy good it was better than the sushi
1: (laughs) (laughs) no kevin and brent would disagree the sushi was better you just don't like sushi yeah god invented fire for a reason (laughs) (laughs) Wow. how about some of your resolutions Yeah,
3: so some of my resolutions are, um, number one, I'm going to make it a point to listen to one full new album and one full classic album a week. I've made it known several times on the show that I, along with probably the rest of most of the music listening population, have a problem with listening to full albums from start to finish these days. I mean, you know, we as a society, we've gotten into these playlists and these singles and just not enough time in the world. And for me, it really is all about time. Uh, Most of the time when I listen to, I have a long period of time to listen to something It's either in the car, if I've got a long commute, or it's at the gym. And that's really my only opportunity. I can't listen to music at home most of the time when I'm at home I'm working if I'm working I'm doing audio editing so I can't be listening to anything I'm listening to what I'm editing and then the only other opportunity is when I'm not working at home and I'm just hanging out at home but most of the time you know I want to relax I'm watching a tv show or something I'm not listening to the stereo so I'm going to make it a point to try to listen to one full new album a week and one full classic album a week because I feel like it's too long since I've listened to some of the classics from start to finish, and I've forgotten how really great they are.
1: So today, I listened to a full classic album today, front to back, did not skip one second. And then I listened to the bonus disc that came with it from front to back. Appetite for Destruction, okay. right? Listen to it front to back. Okay. Great listen. That bonus disc that has all of the songs that they didn't put on the album, that didn't make the album. Uh-huh. 95% of that stuff was crap. There's a reason that shit didn't make the album. I'm like I'm listening to it going, "Oh my god, this is horrible." That's funny.
3: Yeah, so I mean it's fun though, right? You got to listen to to what drew you into the albums back in the day because you know, back in the day, I never used to listen to just a single song or two songs. I would listen to the full album, and I loved that album in its entirety. You know, there might have been a ballad or something that I skipped over when I was a kid, but that'd be about it. Most of the time, it was start to finish, and I really loved it. You know, the albums that get lost when you don't listen to them in their entirety, really, they're a lot of the live albums are that way. You know, you got to listen to those live albums from start to finish. They're fantastic. That's one of my resolutions for this year. Another one was kind of similar to yours, which is I'm somewhat of an introvert. It's hard for me to reach out to people and just say hi or just say hello or just ask how they're doing. And that even includes my family. And I mean, I'm close with my family. It's not about being close with my family. Over the last few years, since we've been podcasting, you and I both have made tons of new friends. I mean, there's a lot of friends in this community that people that I consider my friends, and I just wish I did a better job of reaching out to them and just saying, hello, hey, how's it going? Really enjoyed this episode, or uh, how's your family? How's it going? How's your wife? How's your, you know, your kids? I just wish I was better at doing that. So I'm going to try to make uh, an attempt at doing that. But it's just, it's really hard for me. And it's just because I feel so uncomfortable when I do it. Just uh, pull out the sippy cup more often. <laughs> now that makes things a whole lot easier oh when I do that. Oh my God,
1: magic elixir in that sippy cup.
3: <laughs> that that uh, little magic elixir uh, loosens up everybody's inhibitions.
2: A little
4: vino would be Kino. <laughs> I want some wine.
1: Yeah. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, he has this like six to eight ounce little tumbler that we call a sippy cup. And he basically puts Night Train Mad Dog 2020 That's in there, if you remember true. what that used to move. Because he doesn't pay for any wine this morning, two bucks. So you, the only thing you can get for two bucks is Mad Dog. And uh, he sips on that little thing and this it, it, just transformation it's like this superhero of outgoingness that uh is amazing. You just see it in front of you with every ounce of sippy cup.
3: The good news is, is that I am a happy drunk. I am not an unfriendly drunk. I'm super friendly. It truthfully it's eight to twelve ounces, and it's not mad dog twenty twenty. <laughs> I like my wine <laughs> to at least be three ninety-nine and up. <laughs>
1: oh, mad dog limited, that's what that is.
3: You know, what's funny is, is, uh, my wife and I, we've actually gone to wine tasting in Tuscany and, uh, we've had the opportunity to do some, uh, what, you know, wine people would consider quite prestigious type stuff. Uh, but I'm about as far from prestigious as you can get. So it really was just an
1: act while I was there, but it was fun doing it. I mean, Tuscany's like, no, we don't have mad dog here. Uh, You have to get something else. (laughs) You get
3: to taste what real wine tastes like here. (laughs) 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 So that's, that's definitely something that I'm going to try to make it a point to do. And to go along with that, Sonny and I, we've already talked about, we're going on the Monsters of Rock cruise and we're traveling with, uh, some of our friends from Potter and Hell and uh, we'll already have friends on the boat, uh, Rich Dillon from uh, CGCM and I saw that Ron Runyon Rockin' Ron is going to be going on the cruise this year as well and uh, then both Sonny and I have musician friends that are going to be on the boat as well so it's usually a great time but you always have the opportunity to meet tons of people on the Monsters of Rock cruise so I want to make it a point to not only talk to more people people on the cruise, uh, which that uh, sippy cup will be helping with, no doubt. But I also want to follow up with some of these people because, you know, it's one thing to meet somebody new and shake their hand and have a conversation that centers around music and maybe friend them on Facebook. But it's a completely different thing to actually follow up with that person and have a meaningful conversation outside of where it is you met. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally. It, and uh, there's those people are so nice. It's just a matter of, and I can be an introvert at times too. I know it doesn't seem like it because you're more of an introvert than I am, but I can be at times, and uh, I think I can do a better job of that too. Yeah.
3: And then last but not least is in honor of my lovely mother-in-law. She called me out on the carpet. I think I shared that with the listeners a month or so ago about um, – getting a little bit too heavy in the use of the F-bomb here on Growing Up Rock. And you know what? She was right. (laughs) It's not something I do knowingly. I just have a a mouth like a sailor. So in 2020, I'm going to make it a point for my lovely mother-in-law because she's awesome and supports this show. I'm going to make it a point to try and cut down on the amount of times I drop the F bomb. And it's basically like I told her, Hey, it's just passionate. I don't mean anything bad by it, but I know we've got some younger listeners out there and it's not something that I really need to use to get my point across. So that's just a conscious effort on my part.
1: Cool. You know what? You're old.
3: (laughs) Here it goes. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say something around the uh, around. Hey, you know what?
1: F you. I'm trying to rile you up. You're old. You're ugly. You're slow. You're cheap. But the problem is, I'm just saying facts. So that's not really riling you up. (laughs) Okay, I'm a beautiful person. My
3: wife loves me. I've got a gleaming personality and uh yeah i'm i'm getting old i'm not old old but i'm getting old i'm not cheap i'm just frugal and that's okay that works out to my benefit uh <laughs> and, and uh yeah you know i don't see the point in paying uh 80 for a bottle of wine <laughs>
1: Okay, so we went out on Twitter and put out a poll, and you know, I put out the three most popular resolutions that folks normally have, and one is eat better, one is exercise regularly, and one is basically save money, limit your spending, et cetera, and actually eat better and exercise tied for the top spot, but uh, the money piece wasn't that far behind, so it's obvious these are still the three most popular ones, so I uh, you know there was probably no surprises there. I think all of these three things are very, very difficult for me to do. Like, I don't do any of these three things well. Do you do these three? You save money a lot better than I do. If I have a nickel, I spend it.
4: Yeah,
3: these are the, I mean, listen, these are the empty promises that uh, people make probably center around at least eating better and exercise regularly. I'm not in tip top shape. Uh, I was in much better shape five years ago. And that goes along with eating better. I still exercise regularly, like I make it a point to swim three times a week, I swim laps, uh, which equates to about a 1000 meters. And uh, that's great for me. I mean, that's really good exercise. And then the other two or three days a week, I'll usually either walk or jog, try to jog, I used to be much more of a jogger than I am. Uh, these days, but jog a little bit and uh, lift some weights. And so I'm very conscious about my exercise. I think uh, not only is it a good thing to try and keep yourself in shape, but it for me, it's a big stress reliever. And uh, stress is is something that weighs heavy in my life. You know, I try to stay stress free because uh, life is stressful enough. You don't need to add stress on top of that. So uh, that's important to me. And then the eating better thing, uh, let's face it, it's just not as fun. <laughs> who wants to eat a uh, a garden burger as opposed to a real piece of pizza or a bacon cheeseburger? Anybody?
4: Bueller, 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 here. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who
0: saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night.
1: Yeah, there's people out there, and they're they're smarter than I am, that's for sure. My problem usually is I pick the wrong food to eat, and then I eat a lot of it.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's that's a problem we all have, but,
1: yeah, you know. At times, I play role of garbage disposal. So we'll be at dinner, and uh, the wife and kids, you know, we all order whatever. Nicola say to one of the kids, hey, don't worry about that. You know, if you don't eat it all, we'll take it home. And I've said it more than once, probably more than a hundred times. Don't you guys worry about nothing. Everything on the table is getting eaten. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. it. probably not a good thing to say. Give but it I to Sunny. he likes it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. So we had some folks share. Awesome. Bill Elam shared, you know, continue to improve my health as his number one which uh, we've talked about a little bit, more time with family, we've talked about a little bit. And then he's been trying to get into podcasting. And Bill, it's tough, man. Once you get in and you like it, it's honestly easier if you can keep it going every week. If you start taking breaks, it is really hard to get back into it. That's when it's tough. I think for us, we've been pretty regimented to do it all the time, have a couple in the chamber for holidays or whatever. But I don't think we've missed a week, have we? We've never missed a week. Yeah,
3: we've never missed a week. And in fact, probably more than I would say 25 times since the creation of this podcast, we've given bonus episodes. So more than one episode in a week that we just call a bonus of some sort. So we've done really, really good with that. But make no mistake about it. Podcasting is uh, work. You can't if you want to have a podcast Uh, again, anybody can record a podcast and there's a lot of podcasts out there that from my personal opinion are just crap. They don't sound great. There's no time and effort put into the topic. It just isn't a great listen, in my opinion. But on the other hand, there are some podcasts out there that are fantastic that people spend a lot of time and effort making them sound good and making the topic interesting. And so, you know, it, take some time and effort to do something like that. So I encourage it. If you're into it for sure, put your best foot forward. Uh, there's
1: plenty of people to help. That's for sure. Definitely. Uh, some other folks have shared Baco more time with family. Good luck with that, Jason, and good luck bill with yours too. I'm sure you do great. Uh, Candace, one of our listeners said more family time, join a gym. Uh, Dennis Talbot reached out, said he wants to get a control of his weight. Christina. So she put help others join a gym. I put the comma in there. I think she wants to help others. And she wants to join a gym. I'm not sure she wants to help others join a gym.
3: (laughs) No, I think that's probably a safe bet. And you know, there's an outline theme in a lot of these uh, folks resolutions, which is, I see the family thing repeating itself over and over again, which is I think that's great. Like, to me, you don't hear that enough. I mean, there's still the, the weight and the health and all that other stuff, which if you think about it, look at it this way. If you're not healthy, you're not going to be around for your family, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's one way to look at it, but, uh, I think it's awesome that people want to spend more time with their families. That's, that's great. And Jason, you're a podcaster like the rest of us. So, um, podcasting and spending more time with your family. (laughs) (laughs) They're kind of (laughs) counterintuitive. Unless you do what Sonny and I did this year, which is get our family involved in our podcasting. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Reduce Right Dave, one of our listeners, must be a musician because he said he wants to release loads of music, so go for it. And he said he's going to eat more cake. So good for you, Reduce Right Dave. You're the man. Now, I'm assuming this is Peter Sissery reaching out on the I Love It Loudcast Twitter feed because he says he wants to collect less stuff. I guess it could be Vinny, but we don't technically know Vinny exists, so I have to assume it's Peter.
3: Yeah, Vinny's only a voice. He's like that uh, Max Headroom character that they had on the electronic speaker box for a long oh time. Oh my
1: God, Max Headroom. I haven't <laughs> heard that in forever.
3: It's it's the precursor to Alexa. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, who's Max Headroom?
2: Max Headroom is a fictional artificial intelligence character known for his wit and stuttering, distorted, electronically sampled voice. He was introduced in early 1984. The character was created by George Stone, Annabelle Jenkel, and Rocky Morton. Max was portrayed by Matt Frewer as the world's first computer-generated TV host, although the computer-generated appearance was achieved with prosthetic makeup and hand-drawn backgrounds
1: there you go (laughs) man alexa really hooked that one up when i ask her it's like hey uh who's the fifth guitarist in kiss she tells me f off (laughs) my alexa's broken (laughs) mine works just fine yeah yours works just fine Uh, all right. I said I would read them if they sent it. So Stanley lives for you. <laughs> One of our listeners <laughs> said he's going to get less hookers and maybe cut it down to once a week. Now, I didn't quite understand the way he wrote it. He put less hookers, maybe only once a week. Does that mean he's cutting down to once a week or he's cutting once a week out?
3: Well, and it depends. I mean... Is he getting less hookers and doing less blow off their asses? or uh,
1: I don't know. That <laughs> part, I don't know. So good luck, Stanley. This for you. I hope you uh, get what you want there. Um, Save Rock and Metal said they're going to see more rock shows this year. Always a great thing. And Alan, Dan, and Ken reached out and wanted to lose some more pounds, which, like we said, was the popular one.
2: Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it.
1: So we got some folks that also shared us. So let's talk grown ups of the week. So these are the folks that shared us on uh, Facebook and retweeted us on Twitter. And those folks were Steve V, Chris James A, Tommy Gelati, Curtis Lankos, Zayden Black, Carl P.G., Brad Rustoven, Cindy, Jeff Reed, Music Interview Mag, Alan Tate, Steve Wright, Ogata, Karen's Space Time, Zeus, Curtis Shaver, Jason Kearney, Dave Kunstel, Save Rock and Metal, Stephanie Temples, Todd Herrick, David Cathy, Ivan Gielczyk. Rick Frio, Tammy Ann, Richard Rust, Carrie Morgan, Rodney Dixon, Stanley Lives For You, I Love It Loudcast, Grayson Gallego, Stop Being Special, Kevin Brady, David Hudson, Trace Mess 469, Daryl Albert, Jason Blusky, Brian Harris, Keith Rochford, Bruda011, Peter Ciceri, Dan Nation, Amy D, Gusa, Mark Winder8, Bill Elam, Shout It Out Loudcast, Tony Masala, Maladio, Cobra's Fires Podcast, Kevin Williams, Jason Alexander, Ages of Rock Podcast, Potter Than Hell, Alan Deshaun, Steve Vargo, and The Hook Rocks. And then wanted to thank Restraint for supplying our bumper music today. And both Eclipse and Tora Tora liked our top 10 2019 albums. Yippee. All right.
3: Yeah. Happy New Year to all of our friends and all of our listeners. We appreciate each and every one of you guys and gals. Um, so... Yeah, it's awesome. Here's wishing everybody a awesome 2020. Thank you very much.
1: Okay, so we talked about some of our popular resolutions like, you know, lose weight, join a gym, save money. Some of the other ones that came out that, you know, people weren't didn't want to really have their name shared. Quit smoking came up a lot and uh I see less people smoking nowadays, don't you?
3: Uh, I do, but I see more people vaping. So I'm wondering when quit vaping is going to pop into uh, these resolutions because, you know, that's now bad for you as
1: well. (laughs) Man, vaping. Oh, my God. You just reminded me of Karabi. Dude, he was hitting that thing heavy. A lot of them are. I mean, you'll see that you watch it on
3: Monsters of the Rock Cruise. There'll be a ton of people vaping, Uh, there'll be a ton of people smoking, too. But. Um, luckily, it's contained to a certain area, so I just don't go near those areas. But rock stars, old and new, like to uh, to smoke or did like to smoke, and so now they're trying to quit smoking by vaping. And I don't know. I just nothing says unattractive like somebody sucking some pen-looking thing and blowing smoke up in there. I don't know. It's just a turn off for me. <laughs>
1: To the smoking thing. Uh, So, Chicago or Illinois uh, legalized marijuana. Uh So, now every day on the news, um, Wisconsin, you know, is still illegal here. If you're in Chicago, remember you're not allowed to be in possession of it in Wisconsin, right? Because people would drive over and get it or whatever. Well, today on the news, after, you know, what is it? It's the seventh today while we're recording. So, in seven days while it was legalized, Chicago has a shortage. Yeah. <laughs> so they already ran out.
0: Nephew, you got perfect timing. About to start a little puff puff giving this motherfucker. <laughs> <Are> you down?
3: <laughs> so neither Sonny nor I smoke, but we made a trip to a dispensary in, oh my uh, God. in Vegas. And uh, that was quite an interesting trip. So... I, we never shared this or we never really talked about it. And I'll just, I'll say a few things real quick. This place in Vegas, because obviously it's legalized, uh, there, uh, these dispensaries, they get all your information. So no doubt I'm in the system now, but you go into this place and it was like a Tiffany's jeweler. They got got all this stuff in like nice glass display cases. They got all these kind of different brands and strains and uh they have you know edibles and they have people that are dressed fairly nice walking around with ipads uh trying to help you and all this stuff i was just like i was blown away with what that's all about these days pretty interesting trip i must say uh yeah
1: (laughs) yeah the clientele it was interesting because it Some of it was prototypical, what you would see in the movies, right? Somebody probably a little bit down on their luck, maybe addicted a little bit, et cetera. Two professional business suits came Mm -hmm. in to get gummies or whatever, right? So the clientele was all over the place. And I won't share the name of the person because I want to tell the story uh, to protect the the innocent. But so- one of the folks that we went with wanted to buy some gummies because uh, uh, they had some ailments and there was some talk about, you know, that ingestion of these gummies, I guess, helped the ailments. I'm not an expert or whatever. So there's this kid that looks like he's probably like 22, 23 years old, African-American kid. He's talking to us and, you know, trying to sell us on you know here's kind of how you ingest these you know take one every couple of hours and while he's telling us I'm getting this feeling that he's an expert because he looked like maybe he was on it already right <laughs> and uh you know an expert telling you you know a shot an hour you're good to go a shot an hour for Stephen Michael kill him right so <laughs> there's there's just stuff that happens like that right so this friend of ours takes that information gets the gummies goes back to their room and <laughs> takes one gummy and is out for the next 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that person's night was over. <laughs> yeah, and uh, their roommate came downstairs and goes, uh, yeah, duh, not coming down, <laughs> pretty much out for the count. And I'm like, well, how many gummies were ingested? And the roommate goes, uh, one. And I'm like, like, did they do one, like one every five minutes? Or no, dude, one. And he was out, and I'm like, I knew that kid was an expert. That kid's popping a gummy every 20 minutes, like his candy. And he for so he figures it's not going to mess with anybody else either. <laughs> so one shot of love for one
3: person may not equal one shot of love for another.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, the other stuff we heard was drink less, which uh, you know I, I gave up drinking a while back. Uh, I didn't know how to drink less, so. Kudos to you if you can figure out how to enjoy alcohol and drink less. I I, I seem to uh, ingest alcohol similar to my ice cream intake. So if there was a shot, I drank the shot. If there was a pint, I finished the pint. If it was a fifth, I finished the fifth, and that was not good for me. So,
3: which guess uh. what, grown up rock listeners, that works in my favor on the Monsters of Rock cruise because <laughs> my friend and cohort on the Grown Up Rock podcast can carry on two bottles of wine for me. Woo hoo!
4: A little vino would be kino. <laughs> I want some wine?
1: <laughs> Magda, 2020 and night train. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> uh, some folks are trying to find a new job. And I will tell you as a person that I've had uh, really four real jobs my entire life. And the job I have, uh, the company I work for now, I've been working for, uh, I think I'm coming around 12 years. It is tough to leave A job you've had a while, and it takes some guts to say, you know what, I'm sick of this place, or I need something new, or I need something fun to do, and what I do is not fun, and to make that uh, jump is scary, and uh, like I said, it takes guts. Once you do it, though, and you look back on it two, three years later, you really will feel good about yourself that you were able to do something that other people weren't able to do, so you've done that before, right?
3: Yeah. And once you do it, you're never really scared to do it again. So I'm going to address our friend Peter Cessary over there at the I Love It Loudcast. Pete, this is for you because I saw Pete post somewhere recently where he was tired of hearing people say that money's not everything. And he even said he actually believes that that's a fairly true statement. I would never, ever, downgrade somebody for being successful or going out and earning as much money as you possibly can as long as you do it and you're happy doing it. That's the biggest thing. If you're at a job that pays you tons of money and you love that job and you're happy, then by all means, do it. What I would tell you is that I've found after 50 some odd years, in corporate America, that money is not everything. And what I mean by that is it does you no good to earn tons of money and be miserable at a job or be stressed at a job or work till you're 65 or 70 years old and retire with all this money. And then less than a year from then, you know, die or something. You know what I mean? I'm a full component of be happy doing what you do. Make what you need to make. Be responsible. Make enough to survive. You have bills. You don't have bills. You have a life you have to live. Everybody knows that we have to have money to survive. So do that, but do it responsibly and do it with happiness and love. And you will never look back. I make way less money than I used to make (laughs) in in corporate America, but I could never be happier than I am today. And so for that, I'm thankful. And I've never looked back. I've been doing what I do now for three years, and uh, I'm super happy
1: with it. I'll give you a slightly different thought on that. I personally don't believe there's a perfect job out there, and every job has its stresses. Uh So what I've learned in uh, my 30 years of working is it's who you're working for that matters to me anyway. So if I like the person I'm working for, which I'm going back to California and I'm going to be working for an amazing person. And honestly, I'm a leaving an amazing person in Wisconsin. So I've been very, very lucky. But it makes the job less stressful just knowing that the person you're working for is a good person. And uh, that's actually worked better for me than trying to go find the perfect job because, well, at least for me in retail, there ain't no perfect job. I've been looking for it. It it doesn't exist.
3: No, I agree 100% with what you just said. And when I say be happy, I mean, listen everything comes with some amount of stress, you know, you watch a TV show it comes with some amount of stress depending on what you're watching. So my point is, you got to be happy with whatever you're doing. So yeah, there's no such thing as a perfect job. I have stress in some of the jobs that I have today. Uh, And like I said, for less money, but overall, I am less stressed. And overall, my quality of life is so much better right now. I mean, it literally is so much better. I get to spend more time with my wife, which I love. You know, we still travel. Uh, we still fulfill our responsibilities, our financial responsibilities. So uh, I couldn't be happier right now. It You know, it took me a long time to realize that because for a long time, I was literally all about the money and going through the motions and
1: was not as happy as I am today. Yeah. So in, in talking about, you were talking about your wife, uh, you know, we're both happily married guys. Uh, one of the things that uh, folks wanted to share was, you know, find love, right? That their New, new Year's resolution is find love. Find love a lot of different ways. Stanley Lives for You obviously uses hookers. Uh, that's <laughs> illegal in most places. So I, I would say stay away from that. Uncle Sonny says stay away from hookers in illegal places. ways, uh, there's other ways to find love. So, uh, congratulations to you for looking for that. I want to suggest a couple and want to get your thoughts on it. One is, you know, for the folks that listen to us and listen to some of these other rock podcasts, obviously you're a rock fan and it's possible that, you know, you're in that 30, 40, 50 range. you got your family going, uh, you know, you, you might have a significant other, you got a house payment, you got a job, you got all these, you know, all these things that you do. Seeing live shows might have gotten away from you. It's possible you haven't seen a live show in years. Make a resolution. Go see one club show. If you are a rock fan like we are, I'm telling you, Bullet Boys come to town, go see the Bullet Boys. You will enjoy it. And it probably only cost you like 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. And what you used to see in a stadium show in 1987 or 1992, and you felt like you were miles away from... Not that I'm going to go see Winger soon, but Miles Away came up. That you're miles away from, you know, the, the activity that's going on. That's not true anymore, especially in a club that holds like 200 people, 500 people. Like you can be right up front and you will enjoy the hell out of it. And it will remind you of the old days for three or four hours. So I would encourage you to go see a club show a year. What do you think about that?
3: I think that's a fantastic idea. In fact, I would suggest more than one a year pay a babysitter, get out there and see it. And if you're one of the few listeners, because we have listeners all over the world, if you guys are in Europe and especially in Sweden, get out there and see some of those great bands that you've got in your own country because we have a hard time seeing them over here and there's some damn good bands over there.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And talking about new bands, there is a ton of great music. So hopefully you got a chance to check out our top 10 in 2019. Uh, We had a top 10 in 2018, 2017 that I listened to today just to kind of get familiar with it again. There's a lot of new music out there. So if you're stuck and you haven't seen a band in a couple of years and you haven't heard really any new music in a couple of years, I'm telling you, just go on the Frontiers Italy record. It's a record company website and just check out some of the bands, or go to uh, Nuclear Blast Records and check out some of the bands, or just go to Spotify and pick out a few songs, uh, classic songs that you like, and it will suggest you some new bands that you may like. And there's new band playlists all over the place. So I would encourage you, like, go check out an album a month from a new artist we can help you out with that. There's tons of rock podcasts that can help you out with that because we're always pitching the new music thing because we think it deserves it. And I know that's already part of your resolutions.
3: Yeah. And, and in fact, I would, um, I would second that one. And in addition to that, I would say whatever your interest is, whether it's rock and roll, whether it's freaking croquet, I don't, I don't know, whatever your interest is, Go seek out a podcast that is centered around your interest because there's a podcast out there for you. I guarantee it listen to podcasts, listen to more podcasts. There's some great ones out there. And if you are into rock and roll and you're stuck in a corner and you can't figure out new bands and things like that, then I would encourage you to listen to some of these great rock podcasts out there. Not only ours, but there's a ton of other ones, whether it's Cobras and Fire, Decibel Geek, you know, Shout It Out Loudcast. Potter Than Hell. Potter Than Hell. there's, There's a ton of them. If you hit me up, I will give you a list of them, but there are great ones out there. So go seek out some of our friends that are podcasting
1: and sharing great rock and roll with everyone every week, for sure. And since we're talking about podcasting, you might be saying to yourself, well, Sonny, the way I listen to my new music is through all these podcasts I'm listening to. That's great. Then I would encourage you to just support them through social media you don't have to give money. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just connect with your favorite podcast about what you liked about the episodes. What do you want to hear in the future? What what would you like to see different, et cetera, because uh, it's hard to keep doing it sometimes. Uh, we enjoy it, but I'm, I'm sure at some point it seems to be arduous work, right? So, And some of the podcasts disappear, and you don't want your favorite ones to disappear. So the more you engage with them, I think the better off you will be. Steven put himself out there saying, hey, you want to – Uh, listen to some podcasts you want to find out about some, just reach out to them. I will tell you, I'll make you a deal. If there's new music or a new song that you want to try, you send me a message on Facebook or Twitter or via email, however you want to send it to me, and say, hey, these are the bands I like, what new things... Should I check out? There's one of my coworkers in Texas. She reaches out to me every once in a while and says, "Hey, uh, you know, I really like Hailstorm. I, I've been listening to him a ton. Who should I listen to next? You know, that kind of thing." I'd be glad to help you out because it's. Although I want you and we both want you to listen to new music, it is hard to figure out where to start because there is tons of it, and there is no Geffen Records telling you this is the good stuff. You're kind of left to your own devices. We can help you if you want our help.
3: Yep. I'll share Sonny's deal and I'll tell people because there are so many different ways to reach out to us, whether you're reaching out to us through growinguprock.com or you're reaching out to us through our Facebook page at growinguprock or Twitter at growinguprock. You can always just email me. It's growinguprock, one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Simple. So feel free to reach out to us and we will hook you up with new music. We'll make some suggestions or you can make suggestions to us. Who knows? Uh, Maybe some of your uh, songs will make our top 10 next year or end up on one of the crank it up uh, new music spotlights. We're always looking for stuff. So definitely communicate with us. I think new this year at some point. We're going to make it a point to create a Facebook group. We have a Facebook page, which you can go to, but we're going to create a Growing Up Rock Facebook group, and we'll all be able to communicate in that group, and it'll be a private group, and uh, you'll be safe in there. So it'll all be good. So before we wrap it up, let's go to this.
2: It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock.
1: So, for our historic moment, check out the second verse since we're talking about New Year's resolutions. The second verse goes My New Year's resolution is always the same. Gonna do what I like. We're gonna do what I want because it's just my way. Here's it's my life.
3: like that tune that's not been on a record has it uh
1: it was on the kiss box set
3: yeah but i mean it hasn't made one of their actual albums has it uh no yeah that's i don't understand that it's it's a good song i you know paul making decisions i guess i don't know that and sword and stone don't understand why that one hadn't made a record either love that song too I mean, I think you and I can both definitely come up with uh, two songs on
1: some of their albums that we would uh, switch out, don't you think? Uh, Yeah. I can think of songs on every album I would switch out except for Asylum. Yeah. That one's perfect. (laughs) Not according to your friends, uh, Tommy and Zeus. (laughs) It's not my fault they're wrong. That's not my problem. Pull the pin of my love grenade. Uh, So this has been
3: fun. Uh, It's been a good time. Hopefully, we've connected with some folks, and uh, we look forward to uh, more in 2020. We want to do more communicating,
1: just like we uh, promised in this episode. And uh, before I say goodbye, I want to give you a word of advice here. When you're stressed out, start here. But whatever you're stressed out about, nobody did it on purpose. If you can maybe start there, maybe you'd be less a little stressed out.
3: Yeah, before we leave, though, I want to make it a point to point out to folks that uh, coming next week, we're going to have a two-part series on the Monsters of Rock Cruise preview. Uh, Our friends over there at Potter and Hell will be doing part one, which Sonny and I were a part of, and then we'll be putting part two on our network at Growing Up Rock on the 19th, next Sunday, a week from today. Uh, We will be releasing part two, so we hope you guys will be enjoying that. We'll be covering all the bands that are scheduled to be playing on this year's Monsters of Rock Cruise, and it's a good couple episodes, so hopefully you guys will enjoy that. All right, that's it. I said my piece. I've made my resolutions. I've made my empty promises.
1: Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting and engaging with us, and we will catch you later. See ya.
2: Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock.